Are we recording? No, too much, too much, too much, too much. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Ducks Watch Together. I'm Josh. Here we go. Here we go. Best episode ever. Best movie we've ever done. And on today's episode, we talk about Tim Burton's The Chronicles of Narnia: Colin Alice in Wonderland. Oh, that's not what it's called. What? That's not what this is? I don't understand that reference. Okay, now, so... Now, I'm gonna say something. Yeah, I'm gonna give my background. Uh-huh. I once saw a really crappy version of that film. Of which film? Mm, the Chronicles of, of Narnia. Great, uh-huh. It was like when you had a substitute, and that's what you watched, because you were in elementary yeah, school. BBC yeah, and they just wanted you to shut up for, like, three, two hours, an hour and a half. Uh-huh, yeah. That's great. what we watched. Great, yeah. Okay. Um, what else? And then I saw I saw the Tilda Swinton one. Yeah. Which is the influence for this film. Really? No, but it should be. Okay. Um. So I saw that film. Uh huh. And I'm like, okay. I want to know why. <laughs> why you call this the Chronicles of Narnia? Because. BC. Uh. Good old good old Timmy Tim's Tim Burton. Okay. Seems, or Disney, somebody seems to have been like, hey, this movie about this child going to this foreign land and getting involved with a convoluted war between two powerful sides seems to have made a lot of money. What if you just made your story that? Yes. What if he was also like, I finally want to make a film with plot? <laughs> yeah. What if he did a different property then because Alice in Wonderland doesn't have a plot? Well, yeah, he made a plot for it. No, no, Tim. You don't need to make a plot for Alice in Wonderland. That's, that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So, Josh. How, why are we here? What are we doing? Well... You once tried to tell me what we should do for this episode. I've tried several times. And before it even left your lips, I said, it's Alice in Wonderland. We're doing Alice in Wonderland with it. And you were like, oh, that's such a good idea. Yeah. And you have thus stopped trying to persuade me otherwise. That's not true. I don't Uh, know what your other idea was. Was it the original Dumbo? It was the original Dumbo. Okay. And then it was Danny DeVito performances. Uh Uh-huh. And then... (laughs) (laughs) You're you're really like, uh, Dumbo starts with a D, Danny starts with a D. What's the the third one? What's your third suggestion? Needs to start with a D. Uh... I think that was it. I think it was just those two. Yeah. Well, see? And I was like, no, we're doing Alice in Wonderland. Uh, and here is my reason. Yeah. Here is my brilliant reason. Okay, great. Take for a moment from your brains the 90s live action 101 Dalmatians. Let us all forget that for a moment. Oh, thank goodness. Okay? I thought we were remembering it. No, no, no. Do I also get to erase 102 Dalmatians? No, that one has to stay. Dang it. So, that was like Disney's like first attempt. Like, oh, we'll live action this. Uh-huh. And I don't know if they continued it. Kind of died. That was that's one of the that's right. the popular okay. one yeah, yeah, yeah. that everyone can think of. Um, now, so Timmy Tim 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 Because Tim Burton wishes he was British, even though he is. Were you were you trying 
Tim Timony. Yeah, Tim Timony, Tim 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 Turo, Tim Tim Tim. You're so close. You got the first one. Tim Tim Tim. Great. Uh huh. Yeah. He wishes he was British. Yep. Um. He wishes he was many things. But so, um. I'm pretty sure Alice in Wonderland is the first, like, of the modern, uh, we're gonna make our films live action. I think you are correct. At the very least, it starts the trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so he goes, he remakes this film, it makes a thousand billion dollars. Uh, correction, it makes a billion trillion dollars. Yeah, it makes so much money. All Mm -hmm. the money in the world. Um. With Christopher Plummer? With Christopher Plummer. My man. Um. And he's just like, okay. Uh, I was like, we need to do this because there's this boom of all these other things. And Tim Burton is doing another one of them. So Disney still likes him. Yeah. They even still liked this film enough to make a sequel. And I know that it's all about the dollar bills. He didn't do the sequel, did he? No. Oh, good. But, but like... If they completely hated this film and everything, they would have buried it, burned it. They wouldn't have made a sequel. Tim Burton wouldn't be doing live-action Dumbo. Yes. But for some reason, they he is. And so, like, Disney... I don't, I'm not going to say Disney likes this film or is, like, proud to have it in their canon. I think they are. But they're proud to have the money that it made. <laughs> I think that Disney is more than happy to have this movie in their canon. They reference it quite often. Are they used to reference it more than they think they do now? Now they're but... referencing Jungle Book. Yes. Because Jungle Book got the money and it also got the critical acclaim. Yes. Um, I think Cinderella got the money and also like I mean some of the critical this movie acclaim. Also has. I want to get the right number. Wow, Roger gave it three out of four. <laughs> this movie has two Oscars. Okay. It has. Do you want to guess what the two Oscars are? Visual effects. <laughs> Negative Ghost Rider was nominated, though. Okay. Costume? Uh, indeed. Hair and makeup? Nope. Mm. No, <laughs> director. It's director, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, sound? Is it, it a is, sound? It is a category that has had a name change since it won. A very re- the most recent name change in Oscar history. Josh, if I tell you I don't know what that is, <laughs> would you be shocked? Uh, no, but you know, listen. Is I, it a sound? It is not a sound. Okay, editing. <laughs> no. No. Cinematography. No. Set design. Okay, Production what, design. Okay, there it is. But in, in the past, it was called. Art direction. Art direction. Mm-hmm. Why? So the art director... Because it has the most. Oh, because... The art director is the position uh-huh. uh, that the lead set designer has on the film. No, I don't care about the name change. Why, was, so. why did this win? Oh, I've no idea. <laughs> I was like... No idea. Was the guy a homie? Did he no other did no other films come out? Robert was every and Karen. was every other film of that year just a black screen yes, with like absolutely. and they just talked over Yeah, 100%. That's the reason why. Yeah. So these Disney live action remakes, I think that Alice stands in it has a really good it, it's the foundation for the rest of them. 
it, it was successful for them financially. It was fairly successful to, for them critically. Um, it won Oscars for them. It, a lot, it, it did everything it needed to do to say, oh, yes, let's keep doing this. And then from there, we get the Cinderella's, the Jungle Books, the Beauty and the Beast, the Maleficent, the Pete's Dragons, and so on and so forth until they've remade them all till the end of time and they always have their copyright forever. Ah, this movie's bad. This movie's just really bad. <laughs> all right, everyone. <laughs> I just broke. I. Okay, so I, I will start with uh, maybe maybe trying to find some sort of positive aspect to the film because. On Letterboxd, I gave it a full star. One full star. Which was more than I thought I would give it. Because I remember absolutely hating this atrocious movie. And yet, something about it this time through, when I was watching it, I was like, maybe I have unfairly maligned some aspects of this movie. And those aspects would be, one, Mia Wachowski, I think is her name. Is that how it's pronounced, I want to say? Uh-huh. Mia Wachowski's performance, I actually think is not terrible. I think it's not Alice. I think it's not what I want to watch in an Alice in Wonderland movie. But for what she was given and asked to do, I thought she did it very well. Second... The visual effects of this movie are atrocious. However, the actual technological feat of creating them and the technology that's in place is pretty impressive. The design of it is what I think is just awful to watch and like gaudy and doesn't make a lot of sense and is terrible do you know how many times i've seen this film i i'm i'm really i'm really worried about this answer many yeah yeah so uh i own this film yes um my parents bought it for me okay fair enough and then so like i don't know during college i it was in my collection and so like whenever people were when i was like pick a movie because like if it's from my collection whatever yeah i don't have to watch anything too bad uh that got picked a lot. And I'd be like, okay. Okay. Right. Well, okay, we'll watch it. Okay. I would have started to be like... Most of my friends wouldn't watch American in Paris. Pick a movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... I... I wasn't like... I don't know. I'm pretty cool about like... We're gonna watch a bad movie? Alright. Okay. Yeah, great. Okay. Okay. I... I worry, though. What? I don't think there's a generation of people that think this is a bad movie. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I... Um, so... Alice in Wonderland. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, that animated film is my... It's my... It's either one or two. Um, my favorite Disney film. Uh, number... 
the other one in contention is always Lilo and Stitch. Like right. one of the, one of those is always like my favorite, and then in clear third is always yeah. In clear third is always Peter Pan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think you need to put a qualifier in there. Why? Disney animated film. Yeah. Sh- we know what your favorite Disney film is. McFarland USA. McFarland USA. Yes, of not, course. Not yeah. not even like D two the Mighty Ducks. It's McFarland USA. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I don't yeah. care about the ducks. Quack quack quack. <laughs> um. So at trivia a few weeks ago, there was a team called the Duckies. Uh. Yeah. I'm gonna rip their faces off. Yeah. They come. I'm Come like, with whoa, that again. Whoa. Whoa. We're the ducks. We're the ducks. Yeah. Our duckies are our awards. Yeah. You're not our you're not our awards. Maybe okay, hang on. Before we threaten to rip their faces off. <laughs> nope, too late. Maybe it was a subtle like, hey, we we like your podcast. It wasn't. Because our team name would have been subscribed to Ducks Watch Together on <laughs> I, Apple iTunes. One of nine. <laughs> Uh, I think it's one of ten. I think somebody else gave us a rating recently. Wow. So. But they didn't, like, there's no comment, but, yeah. So, um, that, I, that's. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, like, the, the animated one, and even, like, the books and everything, I've always really liked. There's also an aesthetic, I, this, this is where it gets tricky to start talking about Alice in Wonderland. The aesthetic of Alice in Wonderland from the original artwork from the book to the animated movie is something that I love. I love yeah. those drawings. I love that the artistic nature to it. And I would say that I'll say that the animated film, that animation and drawing are very different from the book. However, I like both of them and I accept both of them. And I understand that Alice in Wonderland has its own like place in the drug culture. Mm-hmm. And like, People want to use that, and they want to say, like, he wrote it on an LSD trip, and this, that, the other. Okay, you can go be wrong. I'm not gonna yell from the rooftops (laughs) of, like, no, he was talking to a little girl, and she had an imagination, and that's why he wrote the book. Um, But, okay, fine. I don't like that they use, like... I agree. I I mean, like, I don't love that they use Alice in Wonderland in that way, but I'm also just, like, whatever. Whatever, man. Um, And so, like... This film comes out, um, I don't mean, this comes out in 2010, so I'm either, it probably comes out in May, so I'm probably a 10th grader, yeah. and I had a lot of friends that were excited to go see it, and I was like, yeah, let's go, let's go see this, and then we saw it, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that. <laughs> I lo- Hashtag, okay. Like, that's, that's kind of, I love it. It's solid, it's good. And I, 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 just, like, from everything, it feels, this film feels like those, like, picture posts that come up where it's like the reimagining of Disney princesses, but in post-apocalypse society, or like, (laughs) as, as punk chicks or whatever. Right. This film feels like that, feels like that, but like in a revolutionary sense. And I'm over here and I'm like, why is the Cheshire cat like part of the revolution of all of this? Right? Like, (laughs) Also, March Hare, severely (laughs) sidelined. Like, just hands down. I, everyone, all of the characters in this are severely sidelined if they're not a human. Yeah. Because, it, it, like, the human characters of the Mad, Mar- the Mad Hatter 
Queen of Hearts and Alice are the ones with the main, like, focus on them. Yes. There are... Uh, two out of those are the most... Are more iconic than the third. The March Hat... The Mad Hatter, like, it's just like this... Like, moment. A blip in it well, all. okay, but I would say that the Mad Hatter... Has a significant, like, yeah, I- iconic... I, I think that it, he's number three. I think he's in... number four. I think Ooh. the Cheshire Cat's ahead of him. Interesting. Yeah. I might... Yeah, I mean, I think that's the conversation. Mm-hmm. But in terms of cultural impact, I would I would say Mad Hatter is three only because I think that in the for the Disney version, the, the animated one... The Mad Hatter scenes are more iconic to what that movie represents and stands for. The tea party. The tea party in specific mm-hmm. and the A Very Merry Unbirthday. And I think that probably the most prevalent version of Alice in Wonderland at this point in American society is the Disney animated movie. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I... And I think that though the Cheshire Cat has a large presence and he's in the film more, that almost inherently whenever you say Alice in Wonderland people go to a very merry birthday interesting yeah I don't know I just like that chaotic evil yeah absolutely (laughs) maybe it's my generation that's like chaotic evil chaotic evil (laughs) and mine's like chaotic neutral (laughs) it's not our birthday but let's celebrate anyway (laughs) no they what did they do on their birthdays nothing nothing have sad. Yeah. What's sad There's three no days? Tea. They celebrate the other on birthdays. Oh, for the others? Yeah. There you go. Um, and so, like, what, I don't know. With this film, like, I don't... I don't get angry at this film's existence. And when people are like, yeah, I really like the Tim Burton one, I'm like, okay, that's weird. <laughs> My okay gets a little Is bit... Your... Is your follow-up question, <laughs> is your favorite band My Chemical Romance? No. Okay. I, there's nothing wrong with that. Josh, we were in high school. I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. We were angry. I'm just saying that if your favorite movie is Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland, there might be a high chance that your favorite band is My Chemical Romance. And shaking her head no. No? Yeah. Oh, it's Oh, it's Panic at the Disco? Yeah. Oh, okay. That one's much more Alice in Wonderland. Okay, I'm so sorry. Thank you. Thank you for for correcting me. Yeah. Um, I I, I don't think this film is good. No. Uh, I, I think that Mia, Maya, Mia. I think it's Mia. It's M-I-A. She, uh. I think that she struggles with all the CGI around her in yes. a lot of instances because I think about like certain scenes, like the one where she's like flying on a hat and she just looks bored. She doesn't look like she knows what to do. And like, yes. at the very least, give me like roller coaster face, like, <laughs> like do something where you're like reacting to it. But she's just like, <sighs> this is troublesome. Listen, she's been through a lot at this point. Okay. It's all just a dream. Oh, if she says that one more time. It's all just a dream. I'm gonna punch her. <laughs> whoa, 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 Josh, Josh. <laughs> that line is said so many times. Well, yeah, maybe it's just a dream. Yeah, it's Tim Burton's dream to make Alice in Wonderland, apparently. Yeah. Um. Okay, so context to where and why and how we're doing this a little bit, because I think our opinions are very fairly clear on the film, at least right now. 
Tim Burton is coming back to directing a live-action remake and, and pulling the curtain back a little bit. We haven't seen Dumbo yet at the time that we're recording this episode. I'm hoping that that's when we're going to talk about our relationship with Tim Burton. Great. So there. Yeah. Okay. I'm putting a pin in it. Perfect. Um, <laughs> I will say that it, I'm hoping that with Dumbo... He has a reason to do it. I don't think there's a reason to remake Alice in Wonderland. And, and I will probably say this a little bit more in depth on the Dumbo episode because it's more about Dumbo. But I will say that in terms of Alice in Wonderland, I don't think there's a reason to remake this property. That cartoon holds up. The book still exists. Like, I just don't understand why we need this remake. Whereas... In some of the past ones, and I think I've said this before, with like a Peach Dragon or a Cinderella or even a Jungle Book, there's a reason why it exists. And to me, that's so important into these live-action remakes. Tim Burton comes on board and, for whatever reason, says, I know what Alice in Wonderland needs! A plot! Also... It's real now. It's not. Also, it's real now. It's not imagination. Yeah. Like, she actually falls down a rabbit hole. Yeah, it's a real thing. And in the cartoon, if I'm remembering it right, like, at the end, there's a scene where, like, she wakes up. Yeah. It's so like it's Wizard of Oz. all in her head. Yeah. You know, and that, again, much, much, very similar to Christopher Robin, where I was like, stop making the magic real. Stop making the magic real. Um. They try to. Put this weird... Okay, so something that I had heard at the time and I've not read through The Looking Glass. But from what I've heard and, and know is that this version of Alice in Wonderland is actually closer to the plot of the book of Through the Looking Glass. Mm -hmm. And it kind of makes it seem like in some ways that this is a sequel, not a remake, to the cartoon Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, because essentially what this film says... Spoilers for this film. Yeah, it's a nine-year-old film, yeah. Um, <laughs> you can't... Sp <laughs> okay. There's a moratorium on spoilers, and it's somewhere before nine years. <laughs> um, so, like, with... Uh, for the most part, I think there are still some things we don't spoil intentionally. Yeah, and then there are others that we just do. We just don't care. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, this film shows her as a little girl, because Alice in this is almost 20. Yeah! Like, she's 20 years old, and so, like, they say, like, oh, she was here when she was a little girl, which, like, I take as, oh, that's the cartoon. Yes. Um, and so now we're here and she's going back. And, like, through the looking glass and what Alice saw has a plot. Like, it has much more of a plot than the yes. first one does. Yeah. Um, and so, like, Alice in Wonderland, the book, doesn't have a plot. It's just a series of vignettes, and, like, it's very much like The Hobbit. Hobbit has a plot, so I shouldn't say it's like The Hobbit. But it's like The Hobbit because after every chapter, we're done with a certain set piece. It's a vignette. They're, yeah. They're a series of vignettes that are telling nonsensical, surrealistic stories. Because it's a point, and it's written for, like, people who no longer picture book need a little bit higher than yeah. that, but you can't give them, like... You can't throw down War and Peace and be like, all right, get through this. Here you go, kid. Like, after every... It's supposed to be like you can read it in short chunks as you're learning to read. Yes. And, yeah. and so, like, through the looking glass and what Alice saw is a little bit mature. Yeah. In the way... The plot 
kind of line up, but like this this film does feel like a sequel to in quotes the animated version. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a, in a few different ways. It does make me wonder why they didn't just call this one through the looking glass Ooh. or Alice through the looking glass. Sequel, more money. That one, that film's even more atrocious. You think yeah. this film's atrocious? I, can I tell you the only reason why I would ever want to watch Alice in the Looking Glass? It's because you were trying to beat me in films that year that it came out. I mean, fair. <laughs> That's uh, why I watched it. Alan Rickman's last performance. It is. That's, He's not in it very much. No. It's not worth it. Yeah. Um. But, like... I don't know. This film just doesn't have a I want to say something. Yeah. Okay. So like, um, while while Alice in Wonderland, my favorite animated movie, probably for Disney, probably right. Sure. Yeah. It's it's that or Lilo and Stitch. It depends on my mood. Do I want something that's just like watch and like enjoy, or like do I want to like feel something? Well, one of them has an emotional arc to oh, it, okay, okay. and one of them doesn't, Josh, so... Okay, I agree with you that one of them doesn't, but I, I'm watching Alice in Wonderland as a kid, like, you You get are, excitement. Yeah, like, there's excitement. There is emotional investment to her getting home, mm-hmm. like, because that's what she really wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. You're uh, saying? But, like... I, I mean, like, I don't, I don't get hurt by the creation of this film... In a way that I, uh, other people might with things like the Beauty and the Beast film, where like and not maybe not hurt is the one, yeah. but like anger or rage. I was I was hurt, anger. Yeah, it was all there. Yeah. Um, and, and something that I do want to say about this new film, uh, not about this new film, about this newer version of Alice in Wonderland as compared to maybe the Beauty and the Beast one is that, like the Beauty and the Beast one, and I've only seen both of them exactly one time. The be- the live action Beauty and the Beast feels very much like we're just gonna remake that and do nothing about it. Yeah. We're just gonna remake it for the money. With 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 which at least this one, even though it's nothing like the original, it feels like Tim Burton's actually maybe not Tim Burton. Someone at the development phase was like, let's do something different than just that film. Why don't we, like, try something completely different? And so, to me, that at least gives it a little bit more of a bump ahead of something like Beauty and the Beast, which Beauty and the Beast is just like, eh. Yeah, I agree with you on that sense. I just don't... I don't get how Tim Burton can take this film, and for somebody who... The themes of Alice in Wonderland and the ideas and the art and the imagery and the pictures... Are right up his alley. They're mm-hmm. right. They they play in his expressionistic, surrealistic. It's him. It's him in so many ways, and in a lot of ways, his best films are the films in which he's kind of allowed to just meander through a very vague plot and figure out and just give us get these there at characters the end. and get there at the <laughs> end. You know, I would say that <clears throat> Pee-wee's Big Adventure is that. Beetlejuice is that. Mars Attack is that. Mars Attacks is that. Um, in some ways, Batman Returns is that. There's not a lot of plot to that movie. So why he felt burdened with this idea... Burdened. Uh, <laughs> with this idea that he needed to add some sort of 
war between two queens to this movie is beyond me. He just feels this a need to add this war, and I don't get it. I just don't understand what he's trying to do with this movie. And I do appreciate, just like you, that it's not a flat remake. That it's not something that he's trying to justify it existing. Mm-hmm. But it's Or at least someone is. Yes. Because, like, I don't know how involved Tim Burton is anymore with a lot of his, his work. Yeah. Uh, to a certain extent. And it, he doesn't... I don't feel passion from him very often anymore. Just yeah. because, like, when was the last time he did something original? Big Eyes. Big Eyes. But Big Eyes also in itself is not an original story. It's based off of someone. Correct. It feels like the most original mm-hmm. thing that he's done. But in that way of, like, Ed Wood feels like an original Tim Burton, though. In that similar sense of, that's not an original story either. It's mm-hmm. adapting somebody's life. Yeah. So I I count Big Eyes as his last time that he... Well, he's not adapting someone else's work already. Yeah, it's the last time that he's really shown a lot of care and effort into a project because that project in itself was such a smaller budget for him. And this, this is him playing at his high budget, his most... And and again, not again, um, I think Tim Burton falls apart when he leaves practical and goes towards CGI because he's got nothing to check him. You know, he's got no one or nothing there to be like, we can't do this. This is weird. Like, why are we doing this? Nobody asks him why anymore. Everyone's just like, yeah, it's the imagination of Tim Burton. And some artists are better when they have someone checking them. And I think that, I think that with this Dumbo thing, with this Dumbo film, because after, Jungle Book everyone is like let's just do the CGI because mm-hmm. that's such like not to say that's the gimmick of Jungle Book right? but that's the that's a selling point for yeah. a lot of people that's a selling point of like the avatars of the world and so like I wonder if he's also just getting the encouragement by Disney, like, ah, just CGI whatever you want. I will say that based on trailers, Dumbo doesn't look as CGI as some of his past projects have been. Mm -hmm. So This, the world looks real in several moments. Yes. Um, Which I'm hoping that, for the most part, it's a real place with a CGI element in it. That's what I'm hoping, too. And I think that, I think that Dumbo, the elephant itself, looks great. Yeah, I do, too. I'm like, oh, this animation is good. This is Using that same technology that was developed for Jungle Book and Lion King. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, Performances, Alice in Wonderland... I, like I said, Mia Wachowski, I'm, I'm on board with what she's doing to some extent. Um, it, it, it's not as hated as it was. It makes sense to me that they went, they aged the character up for this specific version. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I saw this first movie, hating the fact that it was like, this isn't, this isn't Alice. Like, my initial hate for this movie has come... come um, my hate has evolved for this movie to being I hate this movie because it's bad not because of reasons of adaptation or like it didn't meet my expectations or all of those things that like originally that I was ranting and raving about I don't think the Johnny Depp performance is good I don't think that's worthwhile I don't think it's worth watching you don't like his American British Scottish accent <laughs> that's interchangeable throughout the entire film 
I don't. I don't love that. No. I like today. I caught it. I was like, I was like, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing? I was like, oh, the character's Scottish, Scottish, and then he wasn't, and then he was British, and then he was American, and I was like, pick an accent. It. it there's this weird thing that Depp and Burton try to do with not only the Mad Hatter character, but all of Alice in Wonderland in general. But it seems to manifest itself in the Mad Hatter character where. They tried. They asked the question, "What if this were real?" And so when he's a Mad Hatter, they go to like, "What if he had traits of what we believe to be as an actual crazy person?" Like, "Ooh, what if this is where we're going with this character?" Yeah. And it's really cringy. Yeah, that's the issue when it's not a cartoon character. Yeah. Like, we actually have to, like, think about real-world applications of this. And it's not good. None of it works. None of the real elements of trying to make things work pan out to being anything successful. But then you try to mix it with this awful effect. It's genuinely bad of the Red Queen and the size of her head. I don't understand where that comes from. I don't know. Yes. Well, she has a big head because her sister lied about... <laughs> you know, go for it. <laughs> because her sister lied about stealing yeah. the tarts. Yeah. And so, like, like mom was yelling at her, so Red Queen ran out of the, ran out of the castle, and then she slipped on some ice, and she ran and hit her head on the fountain, and then her head swelled up, and that's the size of her head now. Great. Love it. Yeah. I so do. Anne Hathaway's really the villain yeah, of this Yeah, Anne Hathaway's... <laughs> there's not enough Anne Hathaway in this movie. I, Anne Hathaway, I think, brings me some humor in this, yeah. because, like, like, the first time you see her, she's like, speak to the trees nicer. Oh, be gone and she's like oh. and then she's like starts running uh, and you're just like oh and Hathaway you do you I'm on board <laughs> um yeah not very much of her but whatever she's doing I'm like okay okay but to double back to I, oh Mad Hatter or no, no Red Helen, Queen yeah um and all she's doing is yelling in this film yeah Helen Bottom Carter is not great she just yells 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 there's, it's not a performance there's a few um, lines of hers that I act like there was one in particular that I chuckled at where like it's when Alice eats the cake and she's like super tall now, and she's like, "Find the t- find the big girl some clothes. I don't care if it's the drapes. Yes. Find the big girl clothes." And I was like, ah, ah, ah. "But like, yeah. all she's doing is yelling and screaming and being angry or like being weird with her creepy son, Crispin Glover." Okay, but oh gosh, yes. <laughs> oh, that's that's messed up. I don't can't even. Okay, but, and the thing big about- head, big head, big head, big head. Um. Where does that choice come from? Not, like, story-wise. I don't <laughs> care story-wise. Like, is the... Nowhere in any other version of Alice in Wonderland that I'm aware of are they like, the Red Queen has a giant head. That's not... Or, like, the weird then element of all of her, uh, court, her court has to have also elongated or weird or large features. Like, this is a choice that just blows my mind. It's so terrible that nobody, nobody was like, hey Tim, this, this isn't good. Like, this doesn't make sense. Also, have you seen the animation? Like, your, your partner doesn't look good here. Like, just so you know. It's gonna, it's gonna look bad. It doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. What's the point? And I think that's something about in the animated film about the Red Queen is like it's like 
she's so dastardly because she has her moments of like sweetness and then like she just like goes bat crap crazy and you're like oh okay that's what's interesting about her is that she like on a dime just goes from zero to nine thousand yeah and, and Helena Bonham, Helena Helena Bonham Carter never takes her foot off the gas, and it's yeah. just it's just an annoying character. Yeah. It, it doesn't, and it's the most illogical thing in this illogical, boring to look at, gross movie. Crispin Glover. Oh, All right. Uh... Boring to look at, <laughs> gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ellen Rickman's wasted as the caterpillar. Um. Amalda Staunton as the, the rat mouse, the, the dormouse, the, mouse? the door, the dormouse, the yeah, it's like dormouse or something. Dormouse. There's two mice. Oh. Okay. There's the dormouse. Uh huh. And then there's the French mouse. Oh, which one's the French mouse? Amalda Staunton. The the mouse that has the urgency and the one that's at the tea party. They're the same mouse. In this movie? Yes. Oh, great. Well, there you go. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. I was using actual logic. No or worries. Actual canon. Um, she's fine. Yeah. Yeah. She's giving it her all. Yeah. I like the voice of the uh the Cheshire cat. Question for you. Okay. Yeah, I don't know who it is, but I also I like I hate the design though. I know, but it's... I'm like I'm like, yeah. Okay. Sing, sing me to sleep, Cheshire. Beginning of this film is in England, real England. And you were there and you were there and you were there. Yeah, totally. Wizard of Oz. Great, fine. Um So she leaves, she runs away. Because patriarchy. She doesn't want to marry this. She also sees a rabbit. She's like, oh my gosh. Kind of. (laughs) He's wearing a waistcoat. Yes. End of film. She comes back and she's like, I'm my own woman. Uh I don't need to marry you. Why? Because she learns that she can become a captain of a ship. (sighs) It's just so ham-fisted. Yeah, I mean, the film, the whole thing about the film is that everyone through the entire film is telling her what she has to do. And right. that's at the beginning. It's her mom, her sister, like, everyone was like, you gotta do this. And she's like, okay. And then, like, she goes to, uh, uh, Underland, because it's not called Wonderland. No, yeah, it's called Underland. Ugh. And she's like, um, she's like, I'm Alice. And they're like, you're not Alice. And she's like, Okay. And then, like, she keeps going, and then Alan Rickman is like, maybe you are Alice. And she's like, okay, I guess I'll kill the Jabberwocky. And then she picks up the sword, and she's like, okay, sword, let's kill the Jabberwocky. And then the Jabberwocky dies, and she's like, okay. This is my point. She's not actually learning that she can do these things. People are telling Telling her her she has to do these things. And then she does them, and then she feels strong for it at the end of all time. But really, that's what she's trying to quote-unquote fight against at the beginning of the movie. Okay. I hate this movie. It makes me sad, and I never want to watch it again. I'm surprised I convinced you to do it this time around. I wanted to see the evolution of Burton, and I want to see if it exists. And I want, because I actually, like... I have some hopes for Dumbo. Like, I this might be my downfall with this film, but, like, I've seen enough, which is only a couple trailers, and, like, I so want Tim Burton to be good again. Make it's, Tim Burton good again? I want to make Tim Burton good again. Like... 
because I'll get us. I'll make us some hats. Yeah, thanks. and like yeah. it'll be like some uh, like uh, the handwriting will be me fisted with the uh, the pencil, not Love like it. writing with two fingers. Yeah. Make yeah. Tim for great, yeah. and there will be some spirals. Love it. Love it. Yeah, lots and of spirals. Like a like a teardrop face child. And a skeletal man? Well, I, I mean, like, I know that he did the design for Jack Skellington, but... Also, like, he used a lot of skeletons everywhere. Well, I mean, that's true. Yeah. But, like, staircase. Like, spirals. Okay, sure. Like, maybe a, like in, like, okay. a tower? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Great. Love it. Let's get it done. Because... As, as we will have talked about the double he episode. He is an, a tour director. My love for Tim Burton is strong. My dislike for a lot of his films within the past decade, decade. plus is real strong too. When was the last film that you liked? I mean, like, besides Big Eyes. What, what was the last, what was like the last time you were like, ah, Burton, before he went down this path? Like, 100% full-on, like, liked, or like, oh, this is actually pretty okay. Liked. I full-on liked. Oh, okay, wait, wait. I'm gonna read you this LA Times, uh... Okay. Article head, ready? Okay. Tim Burton's Dumbo isn't your grandfather's Disney classic. Ooh, there you go. So it's not racist. That's good. Maybe. I shouldn't speak. Big Fish. It's probably Big Fish. Uh, it's probably Big Fish, which is 2001? Three? Sorry. 2003. And I will say that in between there is Sweeney Todd, which... A demon bother my best streak. I don't hate. I hate some choices in that movie. It's fine. I like that movie. It's it's just let Cap Johnny Depp not sing or give him singing lessons. Stupid Tim Burton. I hate I hate so much that he was like I want it to be as real as possible. So they're not going to take singing lessons. They're going to sound like themselves. Tim Burton's not British. She wants to be. <laughs> Hello there. Is that Cockney George? It is. He's here. <laughs> I'm Tim Burton, I am. No one takes singing lessons. I want realistic singing in my film. Hey, you, Eleanor, get that vocal teacher out of our house. Well, she's in her own house, and he's in a different house connected by a tunnel. I know. That's and so Tim literally, Burton. Literally, Helen Bonham Carter said during Sweeney Todd that she's like, yeah, when Tim was at home, I brought a vocal coach in. Like, because it was bonkers that he wanted me to do this. Not Johnny Depp. These are my friends. <laughs> but, yeah, what's up? Sorry, this is the sweet Todd. I love Sasha Byer going in it. <laughs> fair. I'm so fair. happy with him in that film. It's fair. Alright, well, let's uh, wrap up our thoughts, wrap up this episode here. Uh, any final thoughts on Tim Burton's nightmarish Alice in Wonderland? Nope. Yeah, it's terrible. It's awful. Don't waste your time. Alright, playing a Hollywood game. Alright, what you got? See, I read this wrong the first time. Okay. So I'm glad that's not what it says. Oh, great, perfect. I read name different movies that have a monkey in the title. Oh, god. It's just a monkey in them. Oh, okay. King Kong. Dunstan checks in. Mighty Joe Young. Uh, Monkey Kingdom. 
The Lion King. Or no, yeah, The Lion King! Uh, Aladdin. Jungle Book. Um... Ah! Oh, there it is. Planet of the Apes. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to do monkeys, for not like the monkey family. Nope, 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 I did it all. Josh, <laughs> the turtle has sided. Alright, friends, if you want to join this conversation, and why wouldn't you? You can do so at friendofafriendpodcast.squarespace.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Give us a five-star review or any star review, as well as uh, hit that subscribe button, no. and uh, you'll help us get new listeners. You didn't let me do the sound! No, I was pointing no, to you. No, it's too late. I was pointing to you. You can also find us on Facebook and friend of friend. I tried podcast. to do Danny Elfman. Was, I'm not very good. It was good. I'm not. A, I'm not Danny Elfman. It was solid. You can also find us on Twitter at T underscore podcast. YouTube's Ducks Watch Together. Tumblers. Ducks Watch Together. Darby ACT and Kylie Gallisher. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Josh. I'm Kylie. Quack 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 quack.